The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Hello and blessings, everyone. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Superpowers of the Soul. I'm your host, Amorakai, and I'm really excited for today's episode. I think you're just going to love it. You know, I'm one of those lifelong learners. I love learning, and I don't know about you, but one of the ways I learn best is by listening to what other people have journeyed through, you know, and receiving those codes, all those codes they now have to share with others as a result of their own lived experiences. And that's why I'm so excited to have our brave and brilliant guest, Carla Perez, here today to chat about food, forgiveness, and fearlessness. I love this topic. I love it. Carla is an integrative nutrition health coach. She's the founder of the Sweaty Girl Method, which helped her not only persevere through her recent battle with breast cancer and heal, but also fueled her to achieve the incredible level of wellness she gets to experience today. You know, Carla is such a brave and beautiful soul. I find her to be so deeply authentic and caring, and I absolutely love her passion for helping others achieve their own best life too by optimizing their health and nutrition and fitness and wellness. And I'm so looking forward to hearing more of her inspiring story and hearing and learning some of those codes that she has to share with us all. So, so let's just bring her right on. Carla, we're so happy you're here. Welcome to the show, sweetheart. Thank you so much, Amorakai. I'm so happy and so honored to be here. I am just <laughs> jumping with joy. Oh, me too. Me too. I'm so happy to be talking with you today about all this food, forgiveness, and fearlessness. Yes. What a yes. title. <laughs> not, not a title I'd like to try saying three times fast, but I am super <laughs> excited about it because I just feel like once we get into it, you know, so many folks will find it so relatable. And I just know, I just know there will be some just priceless, absolutely priceless wisdom codes to learn from you. So I'm excited. But before we get deep, deep into it, I'm sure our audience would love to get to know you just a little bit by first hearing your answer to our favorite question around here. What are your superpowers of the soul in this red hot moment? And and how are you using them for good right now, Carla? Yes. Wow. What a powerful question. You know, my superpower today, I would have to say is my resilience, my overall resilience, which stems from my mind to my body down to my spirit. I am, I have built and continue to build a resilient shield around me that keeps me going in a positive path, on a positive path with my nutrition, with the things that I feed myself in my body, in my mind, in my soul. And that's pretty much what I exude now. And that's what I love to teach people how to become their most resilient self. Mm. Oh, how powerful, you know, you're definitely transmitting those codes. I mean, I could feel it everywhere as you were speaking. And I've just got these 
flows and frequencies of, of, of just deep, deep nourishment flowing through my body right now, mm. my mm. mind, my emotional body outside of me that, oh, I'm so excited for this. This feels like it's going to be a super rich conversation. And, you know, with everything that's gone on in the world recently, to be able to tap into those codes of resilience and learn how to experience that and build that and live from that in ourselves. That's going to be rich. (laughs) That's going to be rich. So you know what, let's, let's just go ahead and take our short break right now. So we can just flow without interruption when we get back. And just before we do that, Carla, where can we tell people to go find out more about you? Yes. Well, my website is sweatygirl.com. You can find me on Instagram. Um, I just love it. At, <laughs> I am the sweaty girl. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in, Instagram, uh, I am at Carla Perez altogether underscore sweaty girl. Mm-hmm. And you can also find me on Facebook as uh, sweaty girl KP. Sweaty girl KP. Okay. Sweaty girl. I just love it. It makes me giggle with such joy every time I think about it. And it just makes me want to get up and do something. I don't even know what, but it just already gets me into some kind of action. You know, Uh, I love that. I love it. It's fantastic. All right. Super. Thank you. We're going to be sure to put those links up on the show page too. All right, everyone, you are listening to superpowers of the soul here on the superpower network. And we're going to be right back to get deep into food, forgiveness, and fearlessness with Carla Perez in just a moment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Amora Kai. And if you're just tuning in, today we are talking with Carla Perez about food, forgiveness, and fearlessness. I think this is my favorite show title ever. I love it. (laughs) So, Carla, let's start off by talking about the title because food, forgiveness, and fearlessness is really quite a title. And I'd I'd love to hear where all of this started for you to be here today talking about that connection between food, forgiveness, and fearlessness. Yes, thank you. Well, you know, as you mentioned earlier, I am a breast cancer survivor, and uh, that um, that gift, as I believe we talked about before, that gift, because it was a gift for me a gift of new beginnings, a gift of life, a gift of um, reflection on my life and having to make changes to really live a healthy life. So when I got my breast cancer diagnosis, the first thing I jumped on was my nutrition. Well, I thought I lived or, you know, a healthy lifestyle. I ate uh, organic, nutritious foods and so forth. Uh, there was definitely more to my nutrition that I tweaked, that I looked. I definitely, you know, ate a little too much sugar. I definitely drank too much alcohol. I definitely refined my food, my my balanced plate, if you will, um, with with every meal. You know, I had to make sure that 
I ate a lot more vegetables because and and colorful vegetables, all the colors of the vegetables, because that would enhance all of the vitamins and minerals that the colors of the rainbow and all of these vegetables and fruits have. So I made sure that I ate a lot more of that. I kept eating lean protein, you know, but very clean pasture raised eggs, pasture raised meat, uh, wild caught fish, shrimp, etc. And I added healthy fats before I, you know, people uh, get on these fads. And I think I, I got on several fads. And one of them, I was afraid of eating fat, you know, because fat is bad for you, this and that, but you have to eat fats just as long as they're healthy fats, like avocado, you know, salmon, olive oil, nuts, etc. So I learned to eat a balanced plate, a balanced meal. So I know that with the nutrition that was going to build the immunity in my body, I was going to build resistance against, you know, uh, reoccurrence of cancer or, or any other kind of illness or, or, you know, um, disease. So I started with my nutrition. As soon as I got my diagnosis, I tweaked it. I started juicing every day, fresh vegetables. It, it was amazing. And you know, once I got my nutrition, my daily nutrition on, uh, on my habit, I, I knew exactly what to eat. I had to dig deeper into myself and, and figure out, okay, well, I was kind of eating well before and now I'm eating much better, but what else am I feeding myself? So I looked within and really took inventory of what I was feeding my mind, what I had fed my mind before my diagnosis, you know? And I, I found a lot of uh, things that perhaps I wasn't so comfortable with. I, uh, it was hard to face a lot of the things that I had to face, but I, I dug deep and found that I needed to forgive. So here comes the forgiveness part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I took my body for granted so many years. I pushed it to its limits with, you know, physical activity, running around for other people, just going, going, going without giving myself a break or space. And then finally, when it came down for me, time for myself, I didn't have any and I would just be depleted and without any energy and really just neglecting myself. And I, I took a look, you know, and I, that, that's really not, I, I, that's really not how I wanted to continue to live my life. So I, I started with forgiveness with myself, you know, because I needed to, I needed to ask forgiveness of myself, my body, my mind, my soul. I, you know, I I thought I was having fun at times and really I just, life just kept going by. I didn't stop to really think about what I was doing. And this was a big moment for me to stop and really think and look and reflect and change and shift. And so I started with forgiveness with myself. And then I went down the list of my family. I made a list. Amorica, yeah. I made a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wrote <laughs> I things down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yep. I, I got to tell you, it was probably one of the bravest things I've ever done because I was one of the type, you know, I, I just, I didn't want to tell people the truth because I was considerate of their feelings. Oh, I don't want to hurt them. But meanwhile, here I am holding my truth in, hurting myself. You know, that is so relatable. How many of us do that? Oh, I could never. Oh, I could never. I have to hold it for them and hold it for them. I could never. Right. 
and yet yeah. I'll do it to myself. I couldn't, yes. right? I could, I could, but I could do it to myself. I would never feed you that. I would never feed my child that, but I'll feed myself that. Right. I know. Right? I would why never do, treat you that. that? Why, why do we do that? <laughs> I think there's a program in there. We're all in, in the midst of reprogramming. Thankfully, thankfully. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thankfully for sure. You know, some of us get a lesson that's harder than others. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hope yeah. that people will take this and, mm-hmm. and reflect, you know, nobody wants to be ill at any moment of their life. So hopefully people can make these changes without anything drastic happening to them. You know? Well, I think you touched on something really important in that process, Carla, is like, what is it going to take for you to be willing to stand and face whatever Mm -hmm. it is you need to stand and face? And oftentimes what you need to stand and face is that which you need to forgive or do that forgiveness work around. And, you know, forgiveness, I think, is one of those words that's tossed about that has really heavy connotations for different people. That's not really in alignment with the vibrational essence of the word or the work. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes forgiveness is, is, is sort of met in this moral lens or framework or this bestowing of some kind of moral exemption or whatever it is. But that's, in my experience anyway, I don't know about you, but forgiveness is, is much deeper than that. It's, it's much different than that. It's, it's connection. It's oneness. It's coming to that place of uh, forgiveness where we remember our oneness and we forgive the illusion of separation. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, in reflecting on your story, that illusion of separation that um, I am separate from you. And so I need to do this for you and treat you differently than I do myself. Yes. Wow. So beautifully said. Wow. There's so much around that. Well, I honor you so deeply, you know, and I want to ask because I know the amount of courage it takes and bravery it takes to be in the situation that you found yourself in and choose to walk it the way you did. Come on, mama. My goodness. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Right? Like that's a moment of reckoning. That's a moment of, okay, here's your choice. What are you going to choose? And look what you chose. I feel so inspired by that listening to you. What in reflection, in hindsight, do you feel was one of the most difficult things that you you ended up facing? What truth was most difficult for you, do you think? <sighs> wow. Hmm. So many of them. But um, honestly, I think it's, it's, it's this that we have been talking about. It's really, you know, forgiving myself and loving myself in a way where... I wouldn't put myself in that position ever again. I, I, I really look back at everything and I just couldn't believe that I, how could I be so freeing with everybody else and so available for everybody else and so neglectful of myself? I made a commitment to myself to never, ever do that to myself ever again, to live oh. differently, love myself, you know, and just, <laughs> yes. yes, yes, I get chills, I feel you, oh. yes, yes, how powerful, yeah. and would you, how does that relate to the resilience and that shield you were talking about before the break, because I mean, I just feel it vibrating all around you, is it that depth of love, is it that fierceness, is it that commitment to that unconditional, unquestionable love for yourself that I'm feeling from you? Oh, that yes. Yeah, yes, totally. That, that's it. It's, it's the love, you know, like I, mm. I'm so emotional now. I, I can't even begin to explain to you. I feel so much love in everything. You know, I, 
as I'm speaking to you now, I'm, I'm emotional because I feel, you know, what I'm, what I went through, what I'm going through, where I am now today. And it's just such an amazing journey. And really it, for me, it's just been about the love when it's starting with myself, once we can be compassionate and loving and gentle with ourselves, everything else just falls under the same umbrella. You are just compassionate for others. You can feel more empathy. You can understand others. You have more patience towards it. It's just incredible. It just becomes, life just becomes more loving, you know, naturally. Mm. It's it's really been incredible. And then I just love living that way. Just just lead with love. It'll take you to where you have to go. Really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, as I'm listening to you speak about that, I, I really see the connection and the fearlessness piece, because I think that one of those other old programs, I don't know about you, but I was certainly uh, grew up in is that fearlessness is all about this sort of um, lack of fear or an aggressiveness. So it's, it's sort of has this connotation of like this big, bad warrior archetype, you know, or this, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. This, this sort of like badass or this, you know, just all of these energies that are a little more aggressive in nature, a little more defensive in nature, a little more armored in nature. But really when I'm listening to you speak, I feel like you're reflecting that piece where fearlessness comes from the knowing that you can and you will walk through anything with that fierce, loving compassion for yourself, right? Above all else, knowing yourself in others and others in yourself coming from that frequency of oneness. How do you speak to that? How would you relate to that? Wow. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself, to be honest with you. It's, it's true. You know, you fear fearlessness is not about you suddenly have no fear there. There are, you're still going to be in situations that are going to cause fear, but it's about how you walk and face the fear. You, you can do it. You know, you can do it all. There's life isn't perfect. And we all, we all go through struggles, But if you believe in yourself that you can get through, that you will get through, that you will succeed, if you just keep repeating that to yourself out loud and in silence over and over in your head that you will succeed, your mind, you you will eventually gradually start going without you even knowing that you're going there. But you will. Your mind attracts that. So you, you go through it. You go through it no matter what. Face it. You know, just... Everybody, we are all stronger than we think we are. You know, mm-hmm. we really are. Yeah. You just dig deep, find find that strength <clears throat> within you because it's in there, mm. and you get you get through it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. It is all within. And what I'm hearing you speak to is again that sort of nourishment part that that food part of the title that feeding (laughs) is not just food for the body. I hear you talking about food for the mind and food for the soul, like what you feed yourself nutritionally in the body has impact what you feed yourself and the thoughts you choose to think and the emotional, um, I would say openness and willingness that I'm really feeling from you has impact as well as that, you know, what are you feeding your soul living from fearlessness from that frequency of love and fierce compassion that you're talking about, there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't try. There's nothing you can't think. And 
I think the ability to feel the fear and do it anyway, as I think it's Susan Jeffers who wrote that book used to say, I love that title. I mm-hmm. love that quote because mm-hmm. there is no absence of it. If you sit around waiting for the absence of it, you're going to be sitting for a long time doing nothing. Yes. It's feeling it, facing it and acting anyway. That's life. That's the way through. So I feel like the connection here is really in the choices that you make and what you're feeding yourself on all of these levels. And what you feed yourself is, I guess we can break it down, you know, quite literally to those are the the particles that, that create you. You're creating yourself by what you feed yourself, what you give yourself to create yourself from on all those levels. Something exactly. like that. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm. Totally. So totally. So exciting. <laughs> well, it's so empowering, right? It's so much more empowering and freeing to know your part in the co-creative process of your life and your life experience. And in my, you know, as walking my journey and as a mom and the people I work with, it's all about freedom for me. I, I just can't stand that feeling of powerlessness and feeling like, um, you know, to me, that compassion and that surrender is the most empowering thing in the world. And it's a little bit of a, a paradox, isn't it? Because we, again, view surrender as sort of weakness or all of those things uh, yeah. to some degree. And I think yes. we're shifting that. And I think it's about time we shift that. So I agree. I love you. I love your work in the world. This is so powerful. Oh, so, I appreciate that so much. Uh, Thank you. No, I think it's so, you know, one of the reasons I appreciate you so much is let's just talk food for a second. Never mind the rest. To me, <laughs> looking out there, food is a nightmare. Is it a maze? It is an absolute maze of conflicting advice, oh, yes. information, fads, and my heart just melts. It goes out to everybody, myself, very much included, who has ever tried to figure it out for themselves with great intentions for health or energy or whatever it is, right? Pregnancy, postpartum, you name it. Uh, it it's so conflicting. It's just a maze. So to have someone <laughs> that you can go mm. to to say, um, help that can actually <laughs> help you walk through that maze, such as yourself. I mean, tell me about that walk for a little bit, because I think it's, it is sacred work in today's day and age. Thank you. Yes. I mean, it really is. I've, I've been on that path, you know, I mean, I, before I learned, it's taken me a lifelong, you know, journey to get to where I am. I'm still learning, but it is very difficult to say, okay, I'm going to, you know, eat like this, or I'm just going to just eat this and not eat that. And, you know, truthfully, um, this is why I decided to uh, develop a program, which I'll be launching in a couple of months. Uh, It's nutrition. Um, I based my, my business for cancer survivors or people that have been diagnosed with cancer, but um, certainly this will help anyone, you know, so that they aren't, uh, they can bypass chronic illness or, you know, to keep themselves healthy. That's pretty much it. But, you know, you really have to be in tune with yourself. You have to really pay attention to what your body is telling you after you eat something. You really have to be mindful. And this is where the slowing down comes from. You know, everybody's always on the go. You know, you're rushing to get the kids to school. You're rushing to get to work. You rush, 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 rush. And there's, you know, when it comes time to to feed, you know, here's your quick meal. Here's your quick, you know, I'm going to take this to go. I'm going to, which, you know, sometimes it's okay. I understand life is fast. However, you really need to take time especially when you eat, to chew slowly so that you can digest better. And then 
regardless of how you eat, if you're a vegan or if you're plant-based, if you only eat fish, et cetera, just make sure that what you're eating makes you feel good. If you start to notice that, you know, you have bloating or you have stomach aches or, you know, you have a headache or whatever, after you've eaten certain food, try eating that food again. Um, and then if that happens again, then, you know, slowly start to remove that food, just kind of test out and see what it was that you ate that is perhaps making you feel this way and remove it out of your diet, at least temporarily, you know, and then basically it comes down to microbiome health. So the healthier your gut is, the, the better you can digest. And how do you get a better microbiome? You know, it's basically by, <laughs> by eating more, more healthy foods. So like no processed foods, no processed sugar, no you know, diet beverages, eating a wholesome diet with lots of leafy greens, lots of vegetables, raw, cooked, you know, a nice mixture of both clean proteins and healthy fats. You have to eat some um, foods that help you with the digestion of what you've eaten. So a lot of stuff that's, um, you know, sprouted will help or, you know, um, sauerkraut, something that's um, that's pickled will help you digest foods better. So as long as you can get a good mix of whatever you want to eat, that's not in the processed food list, if you will, mm -hmm. then you should be okay. You know, as long as you listen to your body, you know, don't not have dairy because, you know, so-and-so said it's bad. Try it. See how it, how you do on it. See if you know if you don't get allergies. See if you don't get inflammation. Then perhaps you can eat it. Perhaps your body can digest it, or not. You know, but you have to be willing to test on yourself yeah. with all the different foods. You know, I love this so much. This is so, <laughs> this is so funny for me because literally my youngest son came up to me. He's uh, in his late teens and he's really getting into fitness and bodybuilding and all these things. So he has entered right. The diet and fitness industry. Uh -huh. Bang. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's overwhelming. And he came up to the day, just, you know, kind of cross-eyed from, from reading and researching and listening to all of this stuff. And he yeah. came up and he's like, mom, is there some just kind of test, like a blood test? Is there just a test that someone could take? You know how there's all the, the, the genealogy testing out there? Well, is there some kind of test someone could take <laughs> to simply determine the perfect diet for them? Like bada boom, bada bing, not have to read all this stuff. It's so conflicting. And I laughed because, you know, on the one hand, I get it. And on the other hand, my answer was much like you just gave. You are an experiment of one. And while there can be all kinds of guidance out there for you and you can work with someone to support you along that path, that is the true test. And that is the best support in my humble opinion and experience that you can get. It is exactly what you just relate. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, you gave him very good advice. Try it and see, right? It's you because <laughs> you're going to respond differently than I am than she is than he is than they are. Mm -hmm. And and that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I think the basics that you've covered, of course, processed food versus whole food, we could talk about that. But even within those whole foods, you've got to find out how your body feels about it and how your body responds to it. And I would go one further and say that that's a continual process because my body responds quite differently at this age than it did mm -hmm. to similar foods 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, completely different. So I even oh, have to yes. let go of those preconceptions and assumptions I find as I move throughout uh, my dietary experience. Yeah. Would you say? 
Yes. No, I, I agree with you. Same thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I can eat things now that I, I couldn't eat before because they would upset me. And now mm-hmm. I yeah, can eat and digest or or I like things now that, that yeah. I didn't like before, you know? So yeah, it's, it's a, you know, it's always an experiment. I, I agree with you. And I, I guess that's where the forgiveness piece comes in too, because how many of us have gone through, I mean, I work with, you know, many people, many clients about many, many different things, <laughs> nothing to do with food, nothing to do with, with mm-hmm. you know, but whatever I'm working in family stuff and relational stuff and, and um, you know, trauma stuff, all of these ways that we're working with people, even just in creating, I, nine times out of 10, along the journey, will hear a story that has to do with nourishing themselves, feeding themselves, food, diet, fitness industry, and some kind of pain there, some kind of feeling like something is wrong with them because they did it wrong or they couldn't figure it out Mm. or they tried this, that, and the other, and it never worked for them. And it turns into this, instead of, you know, what it actually is, it turns into this sort of self-defeating, self-punishing, right? Very disappointed in self, very, you know, lack of compassionate space. And so I find that a lot of times we have to stop and look at that and bring that fearless forgiveness into the equation before we can move forward from there. I mean, it's amazing to me how often it shows up. I'm, I'm really shocked. Wow. Yeah, no, you, you're, you know, that's how it is. Unfortunately, that's how it is. I, you know, my clients, I deal with mostly, you know, they, they come to me mostly for the nutrition aspect and, mm-hmm. you know, we hold so many emotions. Our emotions are tied with with food. So how you have been fed as a child, whether that was by, you know, with food or what your parents or your family fed you, Mm. you are still holding on to some of those things, even to this day as an adult. And so you punish yourself sometimes because, you know, the little girl back then, you know, you shouldn't have eaten that, or, you know, you were, you know, heavy set and, you know, you see yourself still like in whatever, whatever program was put into your head as a, as a kid, which is, you know, it's very difficult to, to shift out of those programs that, that we grow into as adults, but it's not impossible. It really Mm -hmm. is not impossible. You just have to be willing to change your life. That's it. It's that easy. You know, and some people are like, well, how do I do that? How do I, you know, it's, it's really, it seems like it is difficult, but it's really not. You just, once you make the commitment to yourself, and decide that that is how it's going to be, then that's as easy as it is, you know? And there's that fearlessness frequency. Everybody feeling that? Everybody hearing (laughs) that? It is really true. I mean, what you're speaking of, it seems flippant, but it's anything but you're speaking to the moment you make the decision. And it is a very clear decision. And that's it. There, there, nothing else exists. So when you're so focused because you have made that decision, you don't have these questions hanging around anymore. Right. That, because it's not a question anymore. You've decided. And now yes. everything is just in service to that. I totally get that. I love that you spoke to that. Oh, Carla, I could stay on here with you forever. You're amazing. <laughs> you are so inspiring. I just love that you're in the world doing what you do. I mean, congratulations on everything. Truly. I have, I too have similar cancer survivors in my family and I got to see firsthand what they went through in my friendship circle as well. And I, I get it. I've really seen it and I bow so deeply from the bottom of my heart for how you chose to walk that. I congratulate you. I'm so happy for you on the incredible Mm -hmm. healing that you experienced for yourself, that you carved for yourself. And 
And I commend you. I really commend you for your commitment to bringing that work to the world, serving mm-hmm. and empowering and inspiring and informing and enlightening others. I mean, how, oh. how rich and sacred. Oh, I adore you. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. Wow. Your words humble me so much. I am so grateful. Thank you so much. And, you know, thank you for bringing me on this podcast. Oh. Your, your words are powerful and enlightening and just energizing. I, I am really deeply grateful from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Bless, 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 bless. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing yourself and your wisdom so generously. I'm so glad you were willing to come on. Yay. All right. (laughs) And everyone listening, thank you all for joining us here today too. As always, I hope today's episode, uh, my deepest prayer is that today's episode serves your highest possible good and inspires you to explore your own connection between food, forgiveness, and fearlessness on the journey to living your best possible life. And if you're feeling inspired to explore alongside others and you're someone who loves amazing experiences, then I invite you to come play with us at the next Experience Your Superpowers event, which is absolutely free for you to attend, or perhaps inside the next SIFA training workshop too. If you haven't heard of SIFA yet, please, please let me be the one to tell you how absolutely amazing it is. And it is one of those things that you you just have to experience for yourself to understand. It is experiential in nature. And so you get to experience at the Experience Your Superpowers events happening monthly now and also in the SIFA training workshops, if that's calling to you. I really encourage you to head on over to the updated site at superpowerexperts.com for all the latest info or to get registered for the next event with so much love love. All right. Until next time, everyone, keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them to great use building a life and a world you love. Bye for now, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.